when I was watching the film, Daz, I I was listening to one of the battle scenes at the end right. with uh, with with the bird people. Yes. And, the Hawkmen. Um, yeah, the Hawkmen. Bird people. Fucking hell. Hello and welcome to Darren and Matt's 80s adventure. What's that? What's that? Is that hot hail? <laughs> yes, uh, you join us this week and we are looking at uh, 1980s Flash Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, sci-fi campy space opera. Yeah, and if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If, you, if it's not, then welcome back. Yes, so that's nice, nice to... Uh, See you. Nice to see work. you. My name is Matt. And my name is Darren. And this week's film was suggested to us from one of our Patreons. So Yeah, absolutely. See, we do listen to you. We do listen to you. And if yep. you want to, to join Jackson on one of these uh, sort of suggestions, then yes. please, you can always visit patreon.com forward slash 80s adventure. Get that in nice and early. There we go. <laughs> Have a little look on that. But yeah, so it's a film that we hadn't even put on the list. No, no. And I don't really know why. You know, it's, it's one of the, the first films of the decade we should have. Mm. And it is, to be fair. One of the biggest films of the decade as well. I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got some memories. I always remember at Christmas time seeing the advert for it. Right. So, and it would always be flash on the, I don't know, jet ski, something, uh, whatever it is. That thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. The space ski. Space ski. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that and, and the Queen song. Yes. Yeah, classic. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my, my first real memories of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And another film from 1980. Mm. Uh, and we did, what, a few weeks ago we did one? Yeah, Soups 2. Soups 2. Uh, yeah, it's also from 1980, so we, we're doing another one. Uh, have, you, have you managed to find any more facts then, since we're so close? Well, let's find out. Okay. All right, Darren, so back to 1980, I do have some facts for you. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock died in 1980. Oh, nice jolly one to start with. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not, I, I've, I think I've watched The Birds. Right, that's a, a classic. Yeah. You must have seen Psycho, Sean. Don't think I have, actually. Ooh, put it on the list. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, in 1980, Reagan was elected as uh, president. Yes, yeah, imagine that. Imagine yeah. a crazy um, American president. Imagine an actor, a president, who's yeah. the vice president, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Don't get it. Uh, also, uh, in 1980s, Zimbabwe gained independence from the UK. Okay. But there's not much more I can say about it's that one. It's all stuff uh, that I found out. Yeah. So, uh, Voyager cool. 1 reached Saturn. Right. Um... Mount St. Helens erupted. Where's that? Well, I just get the facts. I don't go deep oh. into them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where's Mount St. Helens? Mount St. Helens is uh, in Washington State. Oh, it's in America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They really registered they had one over there. Obviously, they have. It's in the national parks and stuff. And, and in fact, a uh, final fact from the 80s, I thought you'd, you'd really... It concerns Richard Pryor. Right. So he uh, he was freebasing cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and drinking 151 proof rum. What's free basing, by the way? I don't know. It's some, well, no. it's, it must be a way. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I've no. never taken cocaine, but it must be a way of taking it. I what, guess are so. you googling free basing? Your search history is going to Oh, the non-salt form of a drug. All right. Okay. Anyway, he was. <laughs> he, he did cocaine and rum. And he set himself on fire and ran down the street. Oh yes, uh, I remember that. I saw about that, um, saw that in a documentary about him a few months ago. It, it, yeah, I, I, I definitely heard this story, yeah. but I was like, my God, Richard yeah, Pryor doing a lot of cocaine. Place, yeah. Wow. I do want to know where you get that rum from, though. Oh, not the cocaine. <laughs> no, no, the 151 <laughs> proof rum. Fuck it. Oh no, could you imagine? Yeah, I can. But if you know where to get that, and for our <laughs> 50th episode, <laughs> send us a case. Jeez. <laughs> so no those are my facts from 1980, buddy. Nice, nice. Right, uh, so on that, let's, uh, let's look at the charts. Okie dokie. Now, as we already mentioned, Flash Gordon was released in 1980. It was released in the same week as Superman 2, which we looked at a few weeks ago. So this week, we're going to choose the UK release date and look at the top 10 for that week. It was released in the UK on the 10th of December, 1980. And so this week, we are looking at the UK top 10 for the week commencing the 7th of December, 1980. At number 10, up 13 places from last week's 23, it's the Stray Cats and Runaway Boys. This week's highest new entries at number 9, it's the Police and do 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 da 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 at number 8, climbing one place from last week's number 9, it's Eddie Grant and Do You Feel My Love. 
At number seven, falling five places from last week's number two, it's Blondie and the Tide is High. It's another four at number six, down from last week's number five. It's Spandau Ballet, and to cut a long story short. Into the top five, falling two places from last week's three, it's the Boomtown Rats and Banana Republic. It's a non-mover at number four for madness and embarrassment. Into the top three, climbing 12 places from last week's 15, it's Jonah Louie and Stop the Cavalry. And our highest climber this week is at number two, up 14 places from last week's 16, it's St Winifred's School Choir and there's no one quite like Grandma. Which means it's a non-mover at number one, it's ABBA and Super Trooper. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 7th of December, 1980. Right. Pretty similar. What's what's do 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 Ant Music at 16 from Adam and the Ants. I'm Coming Out, Diana Ross uh, at 19. Funnily enough, at number 20 this week is Flash by Queen. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like starting over John Lennon, Love on the Rocks, Neil Diamond, Fashion, David Bowie, Woman in Love, Barbara Streisand, Ace of Spades, Motorhead. Fantastic. Good shot, that. Yeah, that's cracking. Yeah, cracking. Absolutely cracking. Cracking, So moving on from the chart then. Yeah. We go into Darren's Challenge. If this is your first time listening, so what we have to do is every week, Darren has to link last week's film to this week's film in a certain amount of steps. Yes. So you start at five steps, then go to four steps, three steps, so on and so forth. How many steps did you have to get from last week's film to this week's film? I had one step. You, so you had one step yes. to get from Stand By Me yes. doom, 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 <laughs> to Flash. Uh, <laughs> yes. Can it be done? Let's find out. Okay, so as Matt said, I had one step to get from Stand By Me to Flash Gordon, and I couldn't do it. Oh, Yet again, so the close. one step defeated me. I looked at all the actors. I knew none of the actors were going to be in either, either in both films. Mm. None of the producers, directors, writers, scenic department, um, sound editors, musicians, nothing. Nada. Not a single fucking person. So, yeah, I failed. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Never mind. Twice now. Yes, I know. So the question is... Yes. Are you going to sort of change up the method of how you do it from now on? I don't like changing up, but I might change. Yeah. Yeah, because... (laughs) So at the moment, you do one step. Yes. Is this to this, and then... So such and such was in a film. That's the step. Yeah. Also in that film with such and such, that's another two steps, you see. Whereas I would go, such and such was in a film with such and such, and that's one step. Yeah. But what do you think? Uh, I think to make it easier, because I will get this fucking one step one day, I'm going to do it the way you do it. I think, I think, I I don't think that's okay. I don't think that's cheating, man. I think that's sensible. Yeah. I think I've made I think it's going to save you a lot of time. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Like I said, I think I've made a rough my own back doing it the way I, I did it. Um, but you've done two rounds of it now. Yeah, and failed. Failed at the final hurdle both failed times. At the final hurdle. So we reset. Yeah. And so next week you've got to get from Flash to, to whatever, whatever next week. Whatever we're film. doing next week. Well, actually, interesting, Darren. Next week's film has been voted on by our Patreons. Yes. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> Another plug for Patreon. Yeah, I know, I know, right? <laughs> That's fine. No, but it has, it has been it has been voted on. So I will reveal the results at the end. Ooh. Yeah, just in case you don't know if you are um subscribe via Patreon to 80s Adventure, you get to choose uh, once a month what film we're gonna be reviewing. So uh Yeah, we put it out there. There's a vote. There's exactly. a vote. You also get special episodes as well, and um you you can tell us what you want to listen to. Which brings us nicely uh, onto Flash Gordon. Uh, <laughs> Initial thoughts then, I suppose. Yeah, it's 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 a film. <laughs> wow. No, okay. I, look, I, I'm not going to sit and shit on the film. I, I didn't I hate not. it. Um, I just, I did, it was just a really bizarre watch. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely different. Mm. It's, it's fucking out there. Yeah, and I think it's only going into it Further on, you see how much trouble there was. Yeah, with yeah. with everything, and it just 
And I think I think even the director described it as like the most expensive improvised improvised film ever yeah. or something like that. <laughs> but more importantly, it didn't lose any money. It was a massive success. I think the budget was twenty million dollars. It recouped at, at least twenty twenty seven million dollars in the mm. US alone. I mean, it made that much because they would have done the sequel. Well, apparently the sequel was in the um, in the offing. Uh, it was planned, and the uh, spoilers now. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you do. At the end, the person picking up the ring is supposed to be uh, Clytor. Is that his name? Oh, yeah, the one that got killed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, on the on the death platform. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I knew he was talking Clytus. about Clytus. Yeah. Sorry, Clytus. With the uh, yeah, with the, with the gold face. With gold face, and whose yes. eyes popped out. <laughs> he, mm, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, we'll get into all that later. Yes. Uh, initial reaction for me. Um, when it started, I thought, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. But I think as soon as I got my head into that sort of that sort of Batman feel. Yeah, it has very much got that Batman Yeah, the feel. Batman TV series yeah. the feel. And it's a good romp. It's fun. I, I, I mean, it's 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 um, sexual attitudes, shall we say, are, are incredibly questionable. Yeah, I, I agree with you it's in the romp sense of it. It, yeah. it, it. I did have to change my perspective as mm. I'm watching it. I was like, oh, so this isn't going to be like, a, you know, like we watched Empire a few weeks ago. Yeah. Same year. Mm-hmm. And uh, just very different tonally. Yeah, totally. I, I don't think that they're that far apart, really. I think they, this, this, this sort of, Turns up the campness to eleven. Oh, yeah, yes. But I, I think it's sort of. I mean, I mean if, if Empire's sort of the, at that one end of the scale, and then sort of at the other end of the scale is Flash Gordon. I think Superman is sort of in, somewhere in between. Possibly, it doesn't take yeah. itself overly seriously, but it's not as overtly camp as Flash Gordon. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, that's just one word, isn't it? It's very campy. It's yeah, very. Yeah, it's colourful. It's very. It's almost pantomime in in, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got pantomime elements, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's Shakespeare elements, there's pantomime elements. It looks, it's so gaudy. It's, <laughs> for me, the pantomime thing as well is it's, it's whenever in a pantomime, the principal boy and the principal girl meet, they're yes. in love within four sentences. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, how the, <laughs> yeah, how the hell did that? I mean, I was, I was literally watching going, hang on, what did they fall yeah. in love? I, I love you and I want your children. And, so- <laughs> and, and when, is, when did Zarkov become a friend? He kidnapped them at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a lot of fun. It is. A yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. My yeah, friend. we have. Well, should we go deeper into it then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, at this point in the podcast, regular listeners will know Matt has his challenge, and he has to give us the synopsis. Synopsis. The synopsis. The synopsis. Synopsis. He has to give us the synopsis of the film. And he gets as many seconds as the film has minutes. So, Matthew, how long was the film? It was 151. 1.51. So you have a 1 minute 51 seconds to give us the synopsis. Are you ready? I certainly am. Let's have the jingle. And if you're still ready, go. We open with Ming causing a whole heap of shit on Earth. Then we meet Flash, who gets on a plane with Dale. The plane runs into trouble because of Ming, Flash and Dale crash, and eccentric scientist Zarkovs, and they get taken hostage in order to help fly a rocket which is designed for someone to press a red pedal. They end up on Mongo where they're taken prisoner and brought before Ming. Uh, Flash makes an escape attempt before playing American football, yes really, uh, before being captured and sentenced to death. Fortunately the princess who seems to be with everybody has a soft spot for Flash and gets him brought back to life. They uh, escape the palace to Boria. Zarkov is seemingly brainwashed by Clytus and Ming has Dale brought to his harem where he has sexy time with all his ladies. As Flash and the princess fly, Flash makes contact with Dale telepic- tele- te- telepathically, of course. <laughs> she escapes the harem and her and Zarkov, who has resisted the brainwashing, escape and get captured by men. Flash and the princess go to meet with Prince Baron, who takes it upon himself to have a dick measuring contest with Flash, eventually resulting in them being captured by the Hawkmen. The princess is found out by Clytus and tortured. Flash is reunited with Dale and Zarkov before fighting Prince Baron to the death. Flash wins but spares the prince's life. Yay, humanity. Ming turns up as the Hawkmen flee. He captures Dale, Prince Baron and Zarkov. He tries to kill Flash, who has changed costume again. Flash escapes via a sky slave thingy and rallies the Hawkmen. A big battle ensues as Ming is marrying Dale, the princess frees Zarkov and Baron. Flash saves every one of us by flying into the ship in the palace and seemingly killing Ming. Prince Baron is appointed to the throne as we leave our heroes victorious. Nice. Wow, that was a mouthful. 
<laughs> it's the right. names, isn't it? Like yeah. Zarkov and or jerk off as we well <laughs> flesh Gordon a bit later but there we go uh yes so you had just remind us how, how many 151 so you had one minute 51 seconds to give us the synopsis you did it in drum roll 135.4 yes nicely inside the uh the time there nice well done hmm nice. yeah was it telekinesis or telephone? That's the one. Nice. I mean, that was that was something funny in itself. But we'll get there. Yes. Well, Flash, just... is that really you? Oh God, yes. <laughs> Some of the acting in this film is um, questionable. Let's put it that way. Okay. I, I was confused at first because um, uh, I think I missed the, the opening line uh, about "I'm bored," which is like mm-hmm. the first two words of the film. Isn't yeah. It? So was, for for a while, I was like, "Why has he just decided to pick on Earth if he's never been there, never heard of it?" Yeah, it doesn't never heard of it. But also, yeah. the button says Earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I was a bit confused about that until I went back and I was like, oh, yeah, dickhead, you missed that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm almost lost for words with this film. Mm. Uh, it's it's fun. It, I think that's the good thing to say about it. It is a lot of fun. I ju- I just think. I mean, I think I, tr- I probably tried to watch it as a kid, right? And I don't think I probably got through it because I don't think it's very kiddie friendly. It's in it doesn't keep your attention if you're, say, a six year old boy, right? Maybe because there's plenty there's, of boobs. There's plenty of boobs, <laughs> but I think uh, you know it gets very like, oh, I'm going to go see these people and this people, and there's a challenge yeah. here, and then there's not a lot of action action till perhaps the end. Yeah, I, I had to say I did really like um, this. Is one of my highlights for me. The bit with the um, the creature in the the stump, the tree stump, uh, and having to put the hand in. Oh yeah, uh, I like that whole section with him and uh, Timothy Dalton, willy waggling around the Ca- tree stump. <laughs> well, it was though, really, weren't they? They yeah. were they were dick measuring. Yeah, the whole thing kind of reminded me a little bit of maybe eighties Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah I can not, see not, that. not 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 so much the performances, but uh, maybe the sets and the, and how they were yeah. all constructed and things. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, a lot of it was done here, wasn't it? To be again. fair, yeah. And I, I think the sets are superb. Uh, they have that sort of Art Deco expressionistic feel to them. They're a bit two D in places, mm-hmm. but um, uh, and some of the effects as well. Some are really really good, and others are pretty crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but some of some of the the miniature stuff, the model stuff, the the, the spaceships and things, they work quite well. Yeah, um, I don't mind some of those. Yeah, but then Zarkov's place. Looks fucking dreadful as a miniature, but you know it's nice. It, it had very Thunderbirds feel to it when yeah. he's coming out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and then like I said, that was right at the beginning of the film. So getting into the headspace of it later on, it's um, it was a lot of fun. I, I did enjoy it. I think I think what what took me out a little bit was um, I think in certain something like I'm just going to use Star Wars as an example because that is around the same time. Yeah, a lot of the stuff you couldn't identify as Earth stuff. Whereas on this, like even when you saw, I think it was a torture chamber or something, you saw nuts and bolts, right? Yeah. And there was lots of there was lots of earthy stuff, right? Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it felt like something from uh, like she like they'd landed in Oz when they first arrived at Ming's palace. I looked yes. around and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, there is there is a lot of um, what did you describe it as? Oh fucking hell! It's like an explosion in a Quality Street factory. <laughs> <laughs> it's gaudy, but I, I think it quite works. It's I mean, we've got some amazing acting talent in the film. Yeah, without so doubt. Yeah. Brian Blessed and, and Max Sydow. Is it Von Sydow? Von Sydow? Yeah. Pronounce it one way. I mean, Blessed seems to be having a whale of a time. Oh, it, why wouldn't you? Just chewing the scenery and having a... Well, just being blessed, basically. And uh, Peter Wingard as Clytus is just superb. He's so good in this film. I think it's a tale of two halves. Some bits are really good and some bits are really bad. I mean, I've made some notes. Uh, right. Flashing hot pants. Uh, well, it's got to be something for that. It's plenty there for the men, so it's got to be something for the ladies. I mean, he really was. He looked, He looked. I mean, this is before He-Man, but he looked like He-Man when he was in those little <laughs> little hot pants. Yeah. And I thought he would have made a good He-Man. Why did the guy not work? I did actually think he would have made a good Superman as well. Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, but he he looks like a superhero, even if he suddenly becomes a superhero from, from actually not being a superhero. <laughs> yes. It's quite a quick transformation. Uh, I mean, it was really nice of them to have killed him as well. And, <laughs> uh, and that... that really ornate coffin mm. that's got graphics on the front that says yep. Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Some of the names are a bit questionable as well. Mongo and Ming. and Yeah. And maybe, they, well, obviously, they came from the, the comic books. 
the, yeah, I think it was 1930, I want to say 36, yeah. something like that. It, Definitely back of, in the 30s, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. And, and there is the nod to it, isn't there, in, in the, the opening title sequence. You get all the, the comic yeah. book bits um, created by Alex Raymond. Uh, so that's all there as well, which is a nice little nod. Uh, and apparently it's quite, the, the script is on the whole quite faithful to the original Buster Crab films uh, or the serialised stuff in the, in, in, the, in the cinema but it's it, I mean it's just a world away really from what you'd expect in that period it's mm. not as serious as things like Superman or as you, as you said Star Wars well that's the uh, thing because originally Lucas was pitching to do this he wanted this. to do it he wanted he? to do this before yeah. Star Wars and, and when they said funnily no funnily enough the producer Dina De Laurentiis wanted George Lucas to direct it did he? yeah because I know he was um, turned down at one point and, and he went right I'll make Star Wars set. Yeah. imagine how different this film might have been actually yeah um I, but i think mike hodges does a, a that's the director does a fine job with it he wasn't the first director though was he no he wanted well like you said he wanted george lucas and then he wanted um fellini to do it as well and fellini turned it down right so but he does a fine job he did get carter and black rainbow stuff like that okay i, I agree with you say there's this there's things to like and there's things not to like i think some of the effects don't hold up well some of the miniature work does but some of it it's like ooh, that looks that looks bad. I mean, and oh, Darren, the line I actually, I actually laughed out loud for so long. The um, he needs to, he has a power potion before he makes love. <laughs> but that's a, that's it. I'm not sure if it's it's supposed to be taken seriously. I'm not sure if they, these things, like the miniatures and some of the, the 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 awful lines, I think they might be there on purpose to make it even more campy. Mm. Um, well, they, it worked. It definitely works, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's very panto in places. I, it's often it's quite Shakespearean in places, especially with the the, the aliens, their the dialogue and their the, the, the intonation of the way they speak and the, to each other is very sort of theatrical. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get you. What's, it, what's, what's he called again? The metal hand dude or the metal face dude? Um, uh, Cletus. I, I keep going to say Cletus. <laughs> Cletus. But I mean that that had a very much a Vader vibe, uh, yeah. and it was very he was very good, really yeah. good when the mask worked. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, um, all right. Also. His voice is phenomenal. Peter Wingard, who played um, Jason King, a sixties um, James Bond type character. A lot of them were in Bond, though. Weren't yeah, they? exactly. Yeah, uh, well, one of them was Bond. Uh, yes, <laughs> and now I love him. Um, yeah, but he's great. I, I swears I a bit in this, though, doesn't he? Yeah, potty mouth. Yeah, now um, exactly. I had one of those moments, Dad. Do you remember when we were talking about Goonies? Yes. And about one eye Willie kind of like setting all the traps and going, Oh yeah, I want more spikes here and stuff. Yeah. I thought, right, when they're building that, that when they're building that that floating castle in the sky. Yeah. So over there, yeah, I want um a circle with uh, yeah, and it's gonna have to be able to spin because I want to put people to fight on it. And also spikes coming out of it. Yeah, spikes. It's got a spin and tilt and spikes. It's going to be my 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 death circle essentially. <laughs> it's gladiators again, isn't it? Yes. It's it's the, the whole look apart from the wings is very 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 gladiatorial. Um, and the whole thing with Ming as well doing all that is quite Romanesque. Yes, and you yeah. can't see that obviously on a podcast. But when he says uh, off with his head, basically, you'll kill him. It's almost the thumb down, isn't it? So it's. I think there's a lot of love gone into the film. Uh, yeah, and you know, I I I did laugh. Right. And I think maybe I sometimes I was laughing for the right reason. Sometimes I was laughing yeah. for the right. Like when yeah. he started playing American football too, <sighs> I thought you might have your head in your hands at that point. Yeah, it's to be fair. It's it's when I mean he's dreadful. Don't want to be horrible, but he's not very good, and she's almost as bad. Dale Arda. I don't know if Arden? she is. I don't. I don't I know if she is, but she, I, I, I mean, Flash, we only had so many hours. Yeah, but she world. has got. Nothing to do in this film. The point that she gets so screwed over is in. Well, I don't know. This is this that sort of girl on girl action fight on the bed. She, <laughs> apart from that, she is literally there to uh, to be his wife. Flash, his I wife. love you. Yes, yeah, is it? With it, as you said, it came as such a surprise, <laughs> didn't it? They're like within minutes, like it, yeah. uh, save it for the kids. What? Huh? Hang Excuse on, I just had a proposal. Yeah. What? Wow. This has gone quick. <laughs> You know, and what was going on with that Ming's Ray? And she just stood there going, oh, ooh, Yeah, ah. and apparently they wanted what to the do fuck? a little flashback or fla- some sort of thing, a cutaway, to where her and Ming are having a picnic okay. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, what the fuck were they smoking when they wrote this script? I don't know. I, I quite like some. Maybe it's that fucking rum you were talking about earlier. <laughs> she, not smoking, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some bits in it that just... I was literally just open mouth in in shock. So there was the 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 sexy Ray thing. The sexy then, Ray. Yeah. Then it sounds was... like a bloke down the road, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> Who is that? Oh, that's sexy, that's Ray. sexy Ray. Ignore him. He's a perv. Um, <laughs> and then there was the bit where they're draining um, 
Zarkov. I have to see, I keep mixing up the the names with Zarkov. <laughs> if anyone's not seen it, there's there's a rip off. It actually came out before this, about the sixties, called, called Flesh Gordon, and the story's pretty much exactly the same. But um, instead of Flash Gordon, you get Flesh Gordon. Instead of Dale Arden, you've got Dale Arder. <laughs> instead of is this a Rudy film, Darren? It's 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 a comedy Rudy film. Yes. If, did you watch it instead a lot of when you were growing up? I, I, I used to have we. It was one of those on a Saturday night. You know, with, you know, the school friends would come around and we'd, we'd watch it because it was naughty, right? Uh, and you, well, you basically. I think I saw Flesh Gordon too. Right. <laughs> but yeah, instead of. Um, Alexi Zarkov, you've got Flexi Jerkov. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Ming, you've got the Emperor Wang. Oh, oh my just... God. <laughs> anyway, so what was I saying? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so Zarkov. The, the, one of the open mouth moments was uh, the, the sex ray. Uh, the second one was when they're trying to drain his mind. Oh, yeah. And you get that whole like thing in flashback and really quick and blah, 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 blah. And like, you see him, this woman who I guess is trying to, supposed to be his wife, knock along and kissing. And it's, it's filmed really fucking cheaply. Yeah. And then they throw in a pool and she just drowns. Yeah. And he's covered with a towel. And then you get that like, this this montage image, blah, 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 really quick. Montage. Uh, yeah, montage. And then Hitler appears. Yeah. Oh, I like uh, that guy. Quite, <laughs> so he showed some promise. What the hell? What? because <laughs> I, I had to stop the film at that point right because i think i thought when, when's this film meant to be set right you know if you're talking about hitler well that was 40 years before this film you know round about but i guess it must have been set in the 80s when you look at the beginning yeah. when they pull up in the uh in the truck or the van and uh and the plane and stuff yes <laughs> but i mean stuff like that was just like, oh my word but there we go but i mean the whole thing's quite psychedelic with all the uh yes yeah when he goes through the tunnel very psychedelic yeah <laughs> but it sounds like i'm being quite down on it no no listen I, I if you're listening you think we're down on it we're just i think we're both a bit shocked a bit with... shocked by it so I'm I, I'm I'm honestly normally I know what I'm going to score a film I've got no clue no me neither but uh, yeah t- I mean some of the other things that shocked me as well with just the the attitudes basically you know all the men are warriors and all the women are sex objects mm. the, the the lady sort of general color maybe mm. what were they doing with Aura as well like she was with every bloke I in know. the film oh yeah I'll see you next weekend oh yeah yeah uh, yeah I'll go to you and, and, and she's oh. very touchy feely with her dad as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, but the bit in the <laughs> in the ship where they're travelling past <laughs> the frigid planet or whatever it's called, and she's basically just having sex with Flash at the wheel. Yeah, and he's oh, like, really? "Oh, she's turning me on or something like that, <laughs> yeah. isn't it?" And I'm like, "Oh no, not you! <laughs> Hang up the phone." Yes, um, she, I mean, to be fair, Dale got used to that telepathy phone conversation really quickly. Yeah. Pardon? What was that? Uh, oh shit! Nothing. Oh, no. uh, hang up! Hang up! Hang up! Damn it. Damn Siri, it. hang up! <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, we we do have a lot to talk about with the cast, but anything anything in the film you want to? Actually, there was one bit that I, I did quite like. At one point, Voltan uh, Voltan uh, says, "It's really the... hard names, isn't it?" It's yeah. Really... <laughs> Uh, I guess if you, if you know the film better, yeah, maybe it's not. We but, don't. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I suppose you can't really kind of go, yeah, okay, Barry the Merciless and uh, <laughs> and his and his assistant Dave, Dave, yeah, Dave and Baz. Uh, but yeah, Voltan says at one point, "Who who wants to live forever?" And yes, uh, that was yeah. quite nice. I wonder if uh, that was in the minds of uh, of Queen when they wrote the song late, years later. Years later, eighty six, it came out for Highlander, yeah. wasn't it? There we go. All right. Yeah. Um, how about we? Go top up our glasses and then we'll talk about the cast. Sounds good to me. Daz, have you heard of Patreon? No. Well, back along, you could become a patron of a show, etc. You can do exactly the same thing now, but in a modern twist. What, like for our show? Yeah, for our show, yeah. Okay, tell me more. So what you can do is uh, support us by signing up to patreon.com forward slash 80s adventure. There's, there's four different tiers at the moment. But what, you... so people pay and, and that enables us to do... Yeah, we're, we're more stuff, but yeah, also great. there's rewards for them as well, ranging you know, from a, a very small reward right up to bigger, bigger, bigger rewards and a lot more fun content from us so what could people get in return uh you can get early access you can get your name on the website as a supporter you can get a vote on one of the episodes we do each month what people actually get to vote on what film yeah and also maybe a a q a something like that have a few drinks with us fantastic so all you have to do is head to patreon.com forward slash 80s adventure i'm on my way now bye And we're back. Yep, part two of Flash 
Gordon. Yeah. Uh, He'll save every one of us. Yes, he will. And uh, so we've, we've got a few more drinks. We hope you do too. And uh, this is where we start looking at the cast. Yes. I've got a few alternatives, Daz. Okay, nice. Um, apparently Schwarzenegger was pursuing it. <laughs> really? Uh, accent let him down really to play mm-hmm. the all-American hero, I suppose. Right. Cut Russell. Oh, he was number one choice? He turned he? it down. Yeah. Yeah, because he just... Dist- Yes, he, he, dis- <laughs> well, he disliked the slapstick sort of nature of the film. And also, he said the character was a bit shallow. Okay. So, uh, and also, now here's, here's a couple of interesting things. So, for Dr. Zarkov, yeah. Dennis Hopper was considered. Uh, okay, I can see that. I can see that too. Yeah. And now, when it comes to Zarkov, now this is uh, apparently a story. So, uh, I think it was the producer or whatever else, they considered Topol and Warren Oates. Right. And they couldn't decide. So, they went with Topol. No, no, they flipped, oh. flipped the coin. Seriously? But apparently, according, oh. <laughs> according to oh my. Uh, maybe an assistant director or something like that, apparently they flipped the coin and went with Topol. Okay. Uh, right. It's, it's, it's one way of doing <laughs> it, I suppose, isn't it? Way. Yeah. Wow. God. Okay. So those are my, my alternate castings. Wow. Yeah, great. Great. <laughs> imagine flipping a coin. Yeah, imagine your career being decided on, well, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure Topol's career wasn't decided no. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh God, you'd be pissed off about that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Shit. All right. Oh, well, that's well, right. I tell you what, let's, let's, let's jump right into Sam J. Jones then. As it were. Yes. Um, he looks the part. He does. I, I don't think he's... <laughs> he's not the greatest actor in the world, is he? Well, I, I think it's difficult to judge because, because of the nature of the script. I mean, yeah. again, he's not given... He's given very heroic things to say. True, but yeah, okay. He's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> His delivery of the lines is not fantastic. Let's put it that way. But yeah. he looks the part. Yeah, he's a, he's a big guy. He's he looks like the all American hero. He is likable. Definitely likable. Not sure how much of his voice is left in the film though. Well, that's it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because so he left. Didn't he? Yes. Uh, he didn't. He decided not to come back after her hiatus um, or something. And then... well, I think there was a, a falling out, wasn't there, between him and Dino De Laurentiis, yes. the producer. Uh, refused to come back for post-production, ADR and stuff like that. And a lot of his lines were just dubbed by somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> that would piss you off as well. Well, if you're not going to come back, though. Yeah, true. Because, you know, let's, let's face it, a lot of his, his dialogue is in giant set pieces, whatever, yeah. whether it's in a plane crash or... Like, uh, that's it, the beginning of the yes. plane crash. I was like, yeah. oh, that's heavily dubbed, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, to be fair, I couldn't understand some of the lines anyway. I put the subtitles on, and there were no subtitles. I was like, shit, I don't know what he's saying. It's especially the bit where the, the, the plane windows are blown out, and they're in the he's in the flying seat. I it remember, looks like it was one of his first things as well. Right. Well, but he, he, he appeared not to have blown it completely. As it were. <laughs> by by not coming back on. Now, here's the thing. I yes. do remember yes. this TV show he did years later called The Highwayman. Do you remember that? Mm, possibly. So it was uh, it was him and uh, maybe it was him and somebody else. Anyway, it was a big, he was on a big truck and it was called The Highway. It was a big show, big show. And it, well, it ran a couple, no, it ran one season. But I remember <laughs> seeing it late at night when I was a kid. Right. In the late 80s. Okay. And he, well, he was the, the, the highwayman, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. I know he um, turned up in Ted, didn't he? In Ted 2, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what's his face? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he's a big fan of the, of the movie, isn't he? Oh, right, okay, that would make that's sense. That's then. why they got him in, apparently. So that's nice. But um, without being horrible, I think he's a little bit lacking. With a script like that, you're either if you're the hero, it's going to be difficult. I think the, at least the villains get some stuff to chew on. Exactly. All right, okay, let's 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 chat about this uh this here lady Melody. Melody, yes. <laughs> I think as I said before, again without sounding horrible, I think she is as lacking uh, as But look as at what she is. had to say. I know, like, but it's Flash. Again. Oh, he's here. Flash. But the Flash. delivery of the lines is just so awful. Some of it. And not get... not all of it. Not all of it. I mean, bless them. The, the two of them had to fall in love so quickly. Yeah. They met on a plane. Next thing you know, there is space. I mean, she's asking, she's asking, no, he says about the kids and she says about marriage within, like, that must have been their fifth meeting. Yeah, but he's a dreamboat. He's flash he's a dreamboat. And they did flirt the night before or something at the hotel. Exactly. Bit of backstory. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, I think now we were blessed nowadays. We do get really strong female leads. And she is not, I mean, even actually, when you look at Indiana Jones, you get some strong female leads there. Yeah. But, the, you know, she's, it's a very, very wet character. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm really torn with it. I, I, 
a lot of what she was doing was winding me up. I think that's that's probably okay. The problem. But like I say again, maybe it's down to the script. Um, maybe I'm being unduly unfair. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I had to reserve judgment because I've only seen her in this. Yeah, me too. So, all right then. Uh, who do you want to look at next, buddy? Uh, well, let's see who's next. What about Potty this? Mouth, uh, Mr. Dalton? Yeah, yeah. I know the only character I think in the in the film who swears. And he gets some fucking doozies, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, little bitch. Uh, lying bitch. Oh, lying bitch. That's yeah. it. Because um, that took me out a bit. I went, oh, hang on. Yeah, what? Bastards. Yeah, and then um, bloody bastards. Bloody bastards. But uh, what an absolute fantastic actor. Mm. I've always liked him. I think he's fantastic. Really good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, he's not given a low city here, but what he does do is it's good. Yeah. He plays the part of the, I think he plays the part of the leading man, the handsome leading guy better yeah than, yeah than sam jones to be fair he does give it some grounding yes and he's just a fucking amazing actor i just i must admit because i know he's really tall right and him and um sam jones are stood next to each other how fucking tall is sam jones as well because <laughs> like they're both really yeah. imposing figures aren't they yeah but he i think he's really good in this he's, he's almost that that sort of Errol Flynn swashbuckling Yeah, it's the, it's the little moustache that does it's it. It's the sword. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no, the green is, uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, a little bit Robin Hood-like. Yeah. Living in yeah. trees. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think he's he's one of the best ones in... He's in a the, highlight for you, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, of course, he was in Doctor Who, so I have to like him. Of course he was. <laughs> um, Ming. Ming. Max von Sydow or Sydow, yeah. Again, a great actor, a European mm. actor, uh, a Swedish actor. Just, yeah. just and lost him uh, a year ago. Yeah, in his nineties, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And a, a, yeah, a phenomenal again, Star Wars guy as well. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's how I know him, but that's only briefly. He's literally got right. one scene at the beginning of Force Awakens. When was that? That's got to be quite recently, isn't it? Uh, that was twenty sixteen. Right, so he's in his nineties. Fifteen, twenty fifteen. Right, okay. But yeah, I mean, a, a massive, massive actor back in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s. In things like Judge Dredd. His voice acting in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, so he's the voice of Vigo. Yeah. You know who Vigo is in Ghostbusters nope. 2? Okay. Remember the painting? the painting? The painting that comes yes. to life. He's the yeah, voice yeah. of Vigo. He does have an amazing voice. Hannah and her sisters he's in as well. Quo Vardis was a TV series I remember when I was when I was growing up. Never Say Never Again. Again, uh, lots of Bond, Footloose, and he's in The Exorcist as well. He's the, he's the, the priest. But no, he's but as Ming, he's... It's great. It's very good. He's, he's, he's you know, it's exactly how that sort of character should be played. Uh, and he, and he's, he's great. Very good. He's, he's very powerful. He shaved his head, especially. To play well, the that's part. the thing. I mean, when you look at when we were talking about um, Gene Hackman a couple of weeks yes. ago, who didn't want to shave his moustache to play Lex <laughs> Luthor, you got him just kind of going, yeah, I'll shave my head. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. That's what it's like in the comics, and so we'll do it. Mm. Yeah, fair play to him. I think he's very, very good. Uh, he's uh, nasty enough. He's on the right side of Panto villain. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Yeah, because I, th- I think, if I'm honest, I think it might lead us on, actually. Um, Clytus. Yes, Peter he Wingard. Ch- he chews the scenery a lot more. He does. And even though he's wearing a mask. Such a rich voice. Mm. Such a rich voice. Like I say, I, I remember him from um, a series called Jason King, which, if you've never seen it, you have to listen to the, um, the opening theme tune. Oh, yeah. It is so 70s. It's amazing. But, yeah, another one of our, our great actors with this... this Beautiful, rich actor again voice. in Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, yes, he was actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a massive actor, a Hammer star, and um, Department S and the Champions, all that sort of thing. So yeah, I, I really like him. And, and uh, as I, say, I keep going on about his voice, but he's his delivery of the well, line. Yeah, but that's is, it though, isn't it? Because when you're working with a mask like yeah. that. That's all you got. Yeah, is, is exactly. your voice and exactly. yeah, you know, to a degree your physicality. But I mean, he's in big dark robes exactly. and, you can't and really a see his metal body face. At all. Yeah, no, just a classic actor. Mm. Yeah, I really like him. Yeah, really like him. Really like. I was trying to place because I didn't look at any of the cast before starting the film. I was like, I seem to know that voice from yeah. somewhere, you know. Yeah. And if not, it's just yeah, really good. Where do you want to go? Well, let's have a look at Top Hole, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> For me, he he's the difficult one because in some scenes, I, I I think he's just phenomenal, and then in other scenes, like especially when we first see him, it's actually quite painful to watch, and it's almost like that he doesn't beginning know. bit was weird, it's really weird. Yeah, like, trying to kidnap his, his assistant. <laughs> his assistant, like I'd rather die here than die in the colds of space or something, and like yeah. I need you to press the red. It's just got a bag of sugar on it. (laughs) 
I love your practical thinking, right? Yeah, just put a bag of sugar on the red yeah, pedal. It'd be fine. Or just don't make a red pedal. Exactly. You built the pissing yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, but he's great, and obviously he's known for you know mainly as a fiddler on the roof as Tevier. Like I say, he sort of blows hot and cold for me a bit, really, at the start. Maybe he's just trying to find the character, I suppose. I don't know. Mm. Once we get up to, to, to Mongo, uh, he's he's great. I really like him. I, I, I'm i not that familiar with him. I, I, okay. I know the name, yeah, but it's I could never go, oh, yes, I've watched Top All in a film or... Have you I've, never seen um, Fiddler on the Roof? No, I haven't. Uh, he, he's superb. He, I know, he is I, your, your sort of your, your ultimate Tevye. I, I know he gets talked about in Notting Hill. Right. When he's like, I was walking down, uh, one of the, the assistant in the bookshop says to Hugh Grant, I was walking down, I think I saw that chap from Fiddler on the Roof, Toppy, Toppy, Topol, <laughs> yes, Topol. Uh, yeah, I remember him being chatted about in Notting Hill. So. Awesome. When I was growing up, there was a massive, massive sort of... Um, Intercontinental, I don't know, like a, a British and American co-production about the Second World War mm-hmm. called The Winds of War, and he was in that. That was I remember that being this this massive TV event back in the early eighties. So I remember him sort of from that. I didn't really watch much of it because I was too young, but uh, and obviously he was in For Your Eyes Only as well, another Bond alumni. Yeah, I mean, he, he was born like thirty five, and he's still going now. Yeah, he's still going, he's still acting. I think, isn't he? Wow, uh, Princess Aura, who. Just the, the the treatment of women in this film is appalling. There's so no you're you're either a damsel in distress or you're a whore. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, she, she's like with every guy. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't just like she seduced the 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 head scientist or whatever to bring him back to life. It was like oh no, see you at the weekend or exactly. in our regular retreat. I'm like, <laughs> where did she Bloody find hell. the time for this Love well, Island or whatever it was called? Know, isn't if it? it was a bloke, he'd be a fucking dude for doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, so I guess she's just a dudette. But that's she's the thing. Living yeah, her best say, life. It's it's polar opposites on you know the the, the women in the film. Yeah, she's she's a an, an okay character. Mm. She's um the sport little rich girl, but. She's sort of misunderstood, I guess, if we're going to scratch at the surface a bit. But I suppose yeah, what, what she gets and Melody gets as well is they do get some kicking ass bits. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. do get to have a bit of scrap. They, they get to use their ingenuity a little bit. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's when um, when Dale was against those those really weird guards with the funny noses. Yeah, well, the, it's, it's, it, I guess it's a, a, like a gas mask. Like a gas mask, yeah. yeah. She couldn't shoot very well, but... But then, well, that's because so they could have the pyros exploding exactly, behind. Exactly. But uh, yeah, like I so said, they, they get they get their moment to have a bit of uh, kick-ass action. But I think they're they're, they're let down a bit by the script. Mm. Uh, I suppose Carla then uh, move on to Mariangela Milato, if that's how it's pronounced. I apologize uh-huh. if it's not. She's probably the strongest female character in it. Okay. Doesn't get much to do, does she? Really? No. But uh, she's more important in terms of the hierarchy of the other characters. Yeah, and she she melts away like the Wicked Witch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, another nod to us. It was quite an international cast, wasn't it? And from, from reading some of the notes, it was um, often quite difficult. I think a lot of them were Italian. Yes, speak yeah, English yeah. very well. Being, you know, filmed in England with a, an English director, it caused a few problems. But, uh, yes, yeah, she's good. She, she looks the part. She's very severe looking, very stern. Yeah, she reminded me of, like, Evil Lynn from um, He-Man. right. But then I suppose... Evil Lynn, is, that, is she a friend of Sexy Ray? <laughs> Evil Lynn and Sexy Ray. <laughs> but no, yeah, she was yeah good. She had a great death scene. Yeah. What was it? It was in that same scene when they went and took the goggles off like one of the, yes. the blokes. <laughs> My God. Yeah, but he's, that's the guy from Empire Strikes Back as well. Yeah, he, he doesn't plays have any Lobo. Ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it Lobo? Something like that. It's something like that, yeah. Or Lobot. It's yeah. um, Thingy's right-hand man, isn't it? Carizians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we do have some uh, pretty honourable mentions as well. Well, I mean, obviously, Brian Blessed. Yeah, and before I was going to leave him till last, but okay. we got, like, Richard O'Brien. Yes, I, who apparently I, was a fucking nightmare on set. Yeah, you yeah. can imagine that. Yeah, he, he's a, a good friend of uh, the director, Mike Hodges, and just was fucking about, was, wasn't really interested in doing the film, was he? Just sitting in all the actors' seats and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently had so many complaints made about him. I just didn't give a shit. No. I like that. I just, because uh, I just went, is that Richard? O- oh, it is. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. <laughs> um, and also John Hallam. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, another film with John Hallam. Uh, Santa Claus is the movie. He was the uh, the henchman in that, wasn't he? Yeah. I recognised. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen you in stuff. He's one yeah. of those actors that was always in stuff. He gets what, one or two lines, but he's, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was also the, the right-hand man too. Brian Blessed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who I I must say, whenever I think 
of Flash Gordon, I think of Brian Blessed. Yes. I think he's probably got the most quoted line from the film, isn't he? Gordon's alive! <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb. He loves it. Oh, God, he's... There's just something about Brian Blessed that makes me want to go for a beer with him. Uh, yeah, I, I saw him. Right. Um, uh, like, on stage. Uh, yeah. So I watched him in a play, and he was just... He was, he was again, Brian Blessed. He was... Yeah. I mean, I was sat in the in the gods. Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> You're not going to miss that voice, are you? <laughs> he was chewing the scenery. He was also doing his all like... Sort of thing as well. You know, he he really went for oh, it. Oh, fucking genius. The, but, I love him. I, I, just something yeah. about him. I could just watch him for hours. I, like I say, I want to go for a beer with him. And I I probably wouldn't say anything. I, I'd just sit there and listen to him. And that would be absolutely fine. But speaking of classical voices... Yes, I mean you know it. I mean, I I was um uh, I was doing show notes and I had the, t- the telly on in the background and there was an advert on. I don't know what it was for, but I was like, "That's Brian Blessed," and it was, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, it was yeah. an advert, and he's and you know it's him of instantly. Course. Yeah, the man's uh, I love him. <laughs> he just makes me he makes me smile. He makes me just grin from ear to ear. I just think that the guy is an absolute genius. The fact he adores animals as well. Oh, he's, does he's he? Great. Yep. Uh, yeah, I love him. Like I say, it just. Makes me grin. Good. And he's fantastic in this. Gordon's alive. Gordon's alive. <laughs> what a, a, just a huge voice, this booming voice. But it's a very, 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 very. interesting cast. Yes. Uh, and a quick mention just for Suzanne Daniel as well. She's a pin-up girl. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, I loved her. <laughs> Who was she? <laughs> she was uh, one of the, the serving girl that says about, you must drink this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she, she, she's quite a big actress as well. Um, she did Doctor Who. That's right. of <laughs> so, course. Of that's not course. why. That's not why. Because she was a, a big. I thought she was from Plymouth, but I must be mixing up with somebody else. Oh, did you also know as well? Um, funny little thing. Robbie Coltrane's in it. Yes, the, for, for like a snippet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I had to start the film again just to go. I was like, "What? That's one of my questions gone then? <laughs> Is it actually? <laughs> no, maybe. Oh damn it! I should have should have kept that nugget of information in my brain. Little nugget. No, it wasn't. But uh, yeah. But yeah, Peter Duncan, of course. Uh, who who was massive in it as when we were kids? One of the Blue Peter presenters. Oh right, he's the 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 son who has to put his hand his hand put his oh, hand into the, okay. the tree stump. Yeah, you didn't recognise him. Nope. Oh, okay. No. Do you remember Simon Groom and Janet Ellis? No. no. They were all sort of in at the same time. Sarah Green. I do remember Sarah Green. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm itching to get onto a bit of the music, Dad. Yeah, and the quiz. Oh, yeah. We're restarting the quiz for another set of 10. Yeah. It's all still to come. What's going on? Are you all right, Daz? I'm so cold. Why are you so cold? I've lost my favourite Def Leppard t shirt. Oh, if only I knew somewhere else to buy another T-shirt. Do you know what, Darren? It's funny you should say that because we now have 80s Adventure T-shirts. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you've got to do is head over to 80sadventure.com, click shop and see what we have on offer. It's a way of supporting the show and there's also some fun designs with a lovely 80s feel. Uh, 80s Adventure T-shirts. Oh, uh, I'm going to go to the shop right now. Bye. Darren, it's an online shop. And we're back. Part three, yes. More booze. We've had more booze. Yeah, another bit of booze. And this is where we're going to look at the music and then move on to quiz. Uh, where there we go. We've reset the quiz. <laughs> we certainly have. Yeah. So then, the uh, the music, as you were saying, mm-hmm. um, I I think it's superb. I really do. I think there's bits where it feels it doesn't fit, but right. on the whole, yeah, mostly, yeah. It's um, for those who don't know, and I'm sure most of you probably do. Uh, the, the majority of uh, what, what is in there was provided by Queen uh, and different members of Queen. Uh, things like Flash's theme was written by Brian May. A couple of the love themes and things like that were written by Roger Taylor. Ming's theme by Freddie Mercury. John Deacon did the execution stuff. So the the, the electric stuff mm-hmm. is provided by Queen, uh, and obviously that that the, the theme song Flash is is so well known. It's it, it, Again, I love Queen, so it, for me, it's it's a work of genius. It's so simple. Yes. Uh, okay. No, I do. I love it, but it's been ruined slightly for me because of an advert. 
I was I was not going to talk about that fucking I know, advert. I know, but it does that. It it it's taking it's taking a great song like that and ruined yeah. it. And you're like, oh, well, they obviously needed the money, didn't they? Obviously, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I think on the, on the whole it works. I <laughs> just to be a bit nitpicky here. So obviously, the uh, here comes the bride has been celebrated. Yeah. Across the entire universe, because obviously. because that's that's what was playing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are they playing Here Comes the Pride? Why not? <laughs> well. Um... <laughs> hey, it's universal, obviously. Evidently, guys. <laughs> is that Mendelssohn, Here Comes the Pride? Or is that the Wedding March? Um, anyway, sorry, carry on. Wedding March is, yeah, Wedding March is um, Mendelssohn. And there's Wagner. That's Wagner, isn't it? Wagner, yeah. Wagner. Wagner. Not the Wagner that was on... Not the, no. the Pratt from uh, X Factor. Right, okay. Louis the Cunt Walsh put through, but that's a different story. So, yeah, that's the the, the main um, bulk of the music, if you like, is provided by Queen. But there is also a composer as well that's provided in, uh, incidental music. Uh, just uh, this man, for me, is just screams Christmas, really. All right. Yes, uh, um, the incidental music is actually provided by Howard Blake, mm-hmm. who was responsible for one of the best Christmas things in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Santa Claus the movie? It's not being awkward. <laughs> he, he wrote the music for The Snowman. Uh, and that, to me, just screams Christmas. It does. So he, so he wrote "Walking in the Air." Then he wrote "Walking in the Air." It's yeah. all right, isn't it? It's, it's not not a bad little retirement. Can you uh, sing it for us day? right now? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I still, uh, I can't help but think about men behaving badly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you've not seen that, the Christmas special no, of men. Yeah, yeah. That, for me, it's it's ruined by French and Saunders. Right. What's what's that film? That that cartoon with the snowman. What's that called? <laughs> you know, I'm walking in the air, below, 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 below. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah. So there you go. Howard Blake um, provided um, a lot of the music as well, and he is superb. Didn't didn't they want Pink Floyd to do the music? There was discussions about Pink Floyd. Mm. Uh, to be fair, the um, Dino De Laurentiis hadn't even heard of Queen, uh, allegedly, right. when they were brought on board. <laughs> but then um, Dino De Laurentiis is a bit of a... He's a funny one for me uh, in terms of being a producer. He sort of latches himself onto successes and takes on the sequels. I think he did Amityville 2 and Halloween 3. Right, okay. And then after Silence of the Lambs, I think he, I think he had something to do with Manhunter first. But then a- after Silence of the Lambs, he basically took on Hannibal, remade Manhunter as Red Dragon, as it was originally called. Flogged the Hannibal series to death, basically. Oh, uh, okay. It obviously made him money, so... He's, he's probably all right, yeah. I think he's doing he all right. He probably doesn't need the government grant. I think he did all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, oh, I yeah, think yeah. we lost him quite a few years ago. Oh, did we? Years ago, something like that. I don't, see, I don't know a lot about him whatsoever. Right. Just a, a big Hollywood producer. But yeah, anyway, back to the music. Um, Howard Blake was responsible for The Snowman, as we said. He also did Amityville 3D, but also worked with um, big uh, orchestras and things like that. Um, he was commissioned by the Philharmonia for the 30th birthday of Princess Diana to write oh. stuff. So yeah, he, he's uh, a, a, one of our best composers, I suppose. And I think the score is very appropriate. It is. It's got, it's got the right tone. Yeah. And it's good that there's a mix of the you know a rock band and and a full orchestra. I like that. I suppose the the style of rock goes with the costumes. I mean, it really, exactly, it really yeah. does. I'm not joking. Yeah. It's like very glam rock. Yeah, it's glam rock. It's it's chocolate box in sort of that sort of over the top mm. glittery, uh, and it's, it's appropriate. So. Well, that's the the music, I suppose, then. I think we all know where this is going, don't we? Yeah. I'm going to take you downtown, Darren Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Mother trucker. (laughs) Right, then. It's uh, time for quiz. Eyes down for a full house. So, as we were saying earlier, this is episode 41. It's the start of a new block of quiz questions. Yeah, it is. So, uh, uh, let me, can you remind us, Darren, how many quizzes have you won in oh, blocks of 10? Blocks of 10. So, we've had three blocks of 10 so far, haven't we? No, four. Uh, four blocks of 10 so far. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. See, uh, I think I've won. I've won one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or four. Yes, you have. Champion. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Yeah, well, there we go. I think it's your dream, isn't it, for us to get to like episode 100 and I've never, <laughs> ever won a quiz. I mean, I've won, hey, I've won individual hey, weeks. Exactly, but exactly. I've never... Hey, it's not about winning. 
It's about it keeps me up at night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, let's find out how we're going to do this week. All right. It's episode 41, so it's an odd-numbered episode. And that that clearly means me. (laughs) You go first. We know that. Odd as a card, Gordy. (laughs) Here we go, then. All right. Are you ready, Darren? Uh, Born ready, my friend. Okay. Uh, Nice and easy one, I think. Yeah. What American football team does Flash play for? The New York Jets. Very correct. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's 1-0 to moi. In the same vein, what position did he play? He was a quarterback. Yes, he was. Correct. one each. Aren't we being rather nice to each other this week? Fuck that now. (laughs) (laughs) Gloves are coming off. (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. Okay. Um, At what time, specifically, was Flash due to be executed? As he's heading to his execution, what time was it? This is one of my questions as well. Is it? And I think it's 29.15 Mingo Mean Time. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Because that was when I had to go back and re-listen to. Because I was like, what's she saying? It can't be real. Oh, yeah, 29. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. (laughs) Okay, then. Damn it. (laughs) Soz. What's the name of Zarkov's assistant? Oh, I've not, I've, I haven't got a fucking clue. Oh, really? I, I genuinely haven't got a clue, oh, mate. Clock, it's Bunsen. Nope. Oh, okay. I thought you might clock that one. No, so that's oh, three got, one to me. Three one. I've got to. Yeah. I've got to, yeah. I've got to get the next one right, and I've got to beat you, and I've got to right. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh god, he's got that look on his face. No, I, I think you might get that because you've been clocking the time stuff. So, <laughs> all right. So, um couple of dudes on a spaceship they've got a Darth Vader guy he's asleep and they've spotted a patrol right right how many Mungo miles east did they spot the patrol (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I have absolutely no idea 37 I don't know (laughs) I don't know if you get this because I was like so you got Mungo meantime and Mungo miles (laughs) Uh, so yeah, uh, four hundred. Four hundred. Okay, <laughs> another one to you. <laughs> right. Okay. Earth is an uh, is an obscure body. Where in the SK system? That's it. Ooh, ho, ho, ho. Oh my god! Nice three each. What to play for? Yes. <laughs> Hell, it could be first mm. blood to you. Oh, I don't know. We're very close on this. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Timothy Dalton, bless him. Yeah. He quotes an article of uh, Ming's Law, right? right? What number is the article? I have absolutely no idea. Um, 69. 17. <laughs> okay. Oh, ho, ho, ho. it's 4-3 to you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you the choice. One or two? One. One. What hotel do Dale and Flash stay at? Oh, um, it's it's one with beds, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's something like Blue Mountain or something like that, isn't it? Uh, no, I don't know. That's it's the Dark Harbour Inn. Fuck's sake! <laughs> Shit, I'm running out of questions here. All right, I'm gonna go for it. This has okay. been a lot about time this week, right? So, uh, we check in with the professor. Yeah, what's he called? Zoltar, or whatever he's called. Um, <laughs> Jerk off. He tells us how long it is before the moon crashes on Earth, right? Right. He looks at his watch and he says, "How many? Uh, how long? Yeah, it is till the moon crashes on Earth. Until the second, could you tell me, please?" <laughs> um, no, it, it, fourteen days, nine hours, twenty-three seconds. No idea. You were so close. Really? Right? Fourteen hours, oh. nine minutes, no! twenty seconds. Oh. <laughs> well, something obviously stuck in my yeah, brain because I thought wow. it was quite famous. Because doesn't she say it's fourteen minutes or fourteen fourteen hours yeah. to save the earth or something yeah. like that? And I thought oh. you get the fourteen hours. Damn it! Oh well, okay. That's one more to you. Fuck! <laughs> I don't want to lose. Anyway, <laughs> um, at the beginning in the aeroplane, what's the pilot's son's name? Fuck off. The pilot's son's yeah. name? <laughs> no, I... Yeah. No you know, idea. It's Buzz. He said, would you mind autographing this for my son? What's his name? Buzz. Oh, no, I, did, I didn't. Oh, I didn't clock okay. that. Wow. I think I'm going to have to ask that one that I don't want to ask. But there we go. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, it's five each. 
Okay. Uh, they talk about a great god. Yes. Yeah. What's his name? Um, um, uh, I don't know. I think I, I can't quite pronounce it. It's either Dizen or Dizen. Okay. The great by the great god Dyson or something oh, yeah, like that. I don't remember something about that. I'll take your word for that. Um, oh, that's that. six four. Fucking hell. Six five. Sorry, six five. So basically, if I get this question of one, yes. Oh god. Which famous playwright appears in the film? Do do, do is it part of the plot? <laughs> no. So he just rocks up somewhere. No, he's in. He's in the film. He plays one of the characters. Oh. Uh... Famous playwright. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go for logic on this one. So it's the 80s. Famous playwrights in the 80s. Harold Pinter. Oh, that's close. John Osborne. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays the the, the dad. Uh, well, Peter, Peter Duncan's dad. He's the guy who's leading the putting your hand into the uh, oh into my the trees. God. <laughs> oh Christ! That's it. Six each then. Wow. Okay. We've we've gone to town this week, haven't we? Yeah. Or we yeah. just lost a lot of questions. <laughs> um okay. The professor uh, Yes. When he becomes an agent, what is his agent number? Oh I've no idea. Twenty two. Two one three three. Okay. I see I That's clock all these you. because I know what you're like with numbers. I was just being nice. I tell oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Um, right. I know because I can't do that. That's too harsh. Okay. Uh, again, question one or two. And I warn you, then these are harsh. Okay, two. Uh, two. What five planets are mentioned in the film? Well, they're all part of Mongo, aren't they? So they're not planets. They're part of the Mongo. Well, they're, they're part, part of the system. system. Yeah. So you got fridge. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll give. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Um. Uh, Mountainy <laughs> semen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the other film you're thinking right, of. Right, okay, Flesh Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Okay, so there's uh, Phrygia, Arborea, Mongo, Aquaria, and Earth. Okay, bloody hell. And you, all right, I think we're down to our last questions, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we really so are. So if we ask these and neither of us have done it, should we just draw it this I week? I think we should. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, my last question then. Yes. How often does Ming test planets? Every time he's bored. I don't know. Every he's, four every, years. Every thousand years he tests okay. a planet. Right. Every thousand years I test a planet to see if they have evolved Maybe I should have watched to... this film a bit more closely. Yeah, <laughs> imagine. The, the quiz would have been over ages ago. I was ago. just a bit distracted with my new puppy, but that's a different story. Anyway, uh, right, so my question for you. Yeah. Uh, and I say, I wouldn't know, it's not a very nice one. Uh, at the wedding... That doesn't actually happen, but the Ming's wedding. Mm -hmm. What are all creatures ordered to do? Um, they are ordered to. I think I can get this. Okay. They're ordered to be merry. Basically. Well, no, oh, the, you want the, the actual? Yeah, if you wanted the exact time, I want the exact quote. Okay. <laughs> uh, all. All creatures. Uh, is it merry? You can edit this down for time, but I am thinking about it because I think I've I think I've got it. Okay, I'm not looking. I promise. Better not be a cheating bastard. I don't think I even wrote it down. I wanted to. All creatures, all creatures will be merry. All creatures will be merry. Or, oh fucking hell! I was I clocked this earlier. Please be nice. Um, <laughs> What are they ordered to do? All creatures will be merry. Or something pain of death. Um, I'm on the right track, aren't I? I'm not saying a word. I'm on the right track. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I should have clocked that more. It's because it's, it's on a like a little plane that flies by. Is it? Is it? Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I'm feeling under pressure now to say it, but yeah, all creatures. They're, 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 they're ordered to, as per your question, be merry. <laughs> Exact quote or die. Well, no, it's not a quote, is it? It is. You said it was the quote they, from the they, film. You said what are they? You ordered? wanted the exact time. I want the exact quote. You said what are they ordered to do? Exactly. All creatures will be merry, or die. Uh, or die. I know it's not that, but go on. <laughs> you were so close. I know. I know. Uh, all creatures will make merry under pain of death. Because you said under pain, or you said pain of death and make merry, I'll give you the point. 
You're fucking joking. No, see, I'm not like that. Is it because you got a puppy this week and you're feeling really happy? <laughs> I'm always happy. What are you talking about? Yeah, so there we go. You won. Can you see this little tear appearing <laughs> in my eye? <laughs> Nine, seven. Yeah. Long-term yeah. listeners of the podcast will know this doesn't happen very often. Fucking hell. Well, there we go. That's the quiz. Oh, my God. Wowzers. And in case you didn't know, Darren has got a new puppy and she is amazing. She's a little beauty, isn't she? Yes, she is. Anyway, on that note, uh, I want to get down to play with it, as it were. Oui. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, then. So let's sum this, let's sum this bugger well, up. Let's go to last order first. Yeah, let's do that too. I might say that. Order. <laughs> Black Russians kicking in. Let's go to last orders. Last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. I don't know. I still don't know what to give it. I'm going to wing it, but okay. it was... Um, what do you think, man? I enjoyed it. Uh, once I got into the swing of it and, and, and the style of it uh, and accepted it, it was going to be what it was going to be, I did enjoy it. It's it's a good campy romp. Uh, it's There's some great performances. There's some bad performances. There's some mm. good effects. There's some bad effects. I'm not convinced that they're, they're not supposed to look that way. Yeah. In a sort of homage to the original serials and comics, whatever. I loved the music. Max One Sidow is amazing. Brian Blessed's amazing. Timothy Dalton's amazing. There's a lot of sort of puppet work as well going on, which I liked. Some of it's really gaudy, but I guess that's the point. <laughs> gaudy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but it's not the best film ever. But it's fun. So I am going to give it. I'm going to give it a 6.5. Oh, I thought you were going 6. I ah, thought you were okay. going 6. Yeah. I, I concur. There's a lot. There's, I mean, the fact that we don't know whether it's meant to be like that or whether it's yeah. 40 years on watching it. I mean, I can't say I had a bad time with it, though. Mm. That's the thing. I didn't kind of finish it and go, well, that's two hours I'm never getting back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I'm not in a rush to watch it again. I think if it was on, I might not turn over. Mm-hmm. I might be doing other stuff and still have it on. Yeah. I've enjoyed it a lot more as an adult than I think I think my probably distracted self as a kid probably couldn't get on with. Right. I don't think I could have, uh, because I, you know, it had been on television when I was about five or six. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go about six. Okay. I'm going to go for a six because there were bits that I enjoyed and yeah. there's bits that I laughed at maybe for the right reasons, maybe for the wrong reasons, yeah. but I didn't have a bad time with the film. Good. Well, there we go. Twelve and a half from from us. Yes. Yeah, so what do you think, folks? Do you agree with us? Do you like the film? Are we completely wrong? And this is the best film ever, or <laughs> is this the worst thing ever committed to to celluloid? Wow. I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say. I'm that. just. Uh, I would refer you back to some mannequin. people might there do. There we go. <laughs> looking at the, to be fair, looking at the reviews online as well, I think they're they're sort of split. Some people absolutely adore it. Some people hate it. That's it. I think your wife absolutely adores this film, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah, exactly. Were you under pressure watching it with your wife? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Under, under pressure. pressure. Nice. <laughs> and you can buy our Christmas album. Uh, Available on the 12th of never. So there we go. Right then, next week. Yes, okay, next week's tagline. Uh, so this, this film, it was put to a vote. Yeah. Uh, so it was on our Patreon. Patreon. Join, and there join, was choice of two films. Join. <laughs> there was a choice of two films, and they've gone with this one. So, the tagline for next week's film is, Where everything seems possible, and nothing is what it seems. Ooh. Mm, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know what that is. Yes, we and do. And our Patreon uh, people probably know what that is as well. And I am so bloody excited. Yes, he is. It's one of the only records that I own, <laughs> and I bought it as special edition records, yeah. and, and it's here so we can listen to it. So. We're going to have a bit of a listen before we record next week's uh, podcast. I do warn you, I will gush about the music next week. Yeah. Oh, well, that might be a bit of a clue. Wow. So, yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about and you don't want to Google it, please look at our Facebook page on Wednesday where the trailer will be released. Absolutely doodly. All right. Uh, any more? Any, any more for any more? Nope. All right. Then. <laughs> Until next week then, I've been Matt. And I am Darren. Cheersy! Uh, fuck it. I... Yes, as you were saying, let's sum this baby up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>